Sports Warriors Life Podcast 2021, episode 32. I'm Will George Harrison Evans here with Brad Tom Petty Larkin and introducing Samuel Roy Orbison St. George. Uh, title of this week's episode is End of the Line, the Travelling Wilburys Classic. We've formed something of a super group for this uh, preview, preview of the last game of the season. Um, Welcome to the podcast, Sammy St. George. How are Thanks, you, mate? Guys. Appreciate it. I've, I've come on at a de- depressing time of the season, but <laughs> happy to uh, happy to come on and uh, maybe divulge a little bit into last week and but, uh, get stuck into next year. I think most important, give us a bit of hope. Yeah, we needed to to uh, give the listeners some reason to tune in, so we thought we'd uh, spice it up a bit. Um Getting to know Samuel St. George, I guess first my first question, mate, is what? Uh, why would you want to come on this podcast? I can only assume it's a stepping stone to get onto Fonzie's podcast. Exactly, yeah, I've been in Fonzie's here. I'll do this one first and then I'll come on yours, Fonz. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I've, been, I've been an avid listener for a long time. Uh, Love what you boys do. I, I think the first ever Warriors podcast I listened to was a, a View from the East Stand. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, yeah, they a just a couple of guys uh, in Auckland. Yeah, they um just went silent at the in in the last year. I think someone should. I know. Check I was actually a regular listener, and then they just tuned off. But uh, always looking for Warriors content. I I don't know about you guys, but I'm lacking a lot of uh, Warriors fans as friends. Uh, a lot of them, they're just bandwagon supporters who will tune in if we're winning and if we're losing. I've got about one of my 30 friends who, <laughs> who will stay involved week on, week out. So, uh, yeah, it's good to hear a bit of content and um, you guys keep me sane throughout the week. So thank you. Would that be old uh, James Welch that, that you you and him have been double teaming guys on the TWL comment section for a couple of years now? Yeah. We were back in the Sean Johnson days. We were teaming up on a few people, but uh, we've cut that out now. We're uh, we're good boys now. Um, and just getting to know you a bit further, mate. Um, your 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 backstory. You're Northland, born and bred. Is that right? No, I'm I'm uh, I was actually born in in the Naki, uh, mm-hmm. and then moved to Hawke's Bay for part of my life. We owned the sports shop there and in Napier and then uh, after uh, the year 2000 we moved up to Kitty Kitty and far north and parents and family have been there ever since good part of the good part of the world it's been a couple of years since I've been back due to Mm. a few things but um, family owned a sports store can you restring a tennis racket (laughs) no I was too young Ah, (laughs) I don't even know if my dad could anymore (laughs) back in those days it was uh, replacing trucks on skateboards and and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. fixing bearings and stuff like that and skating was huge but nice. uh, no that was a that was a long time ago now i'm sure like me you were brought up on a bit of an appetite of um northland tunnifar rugby but so can you detail for us how you got into the warriors bit of a brief um timeline of your warriors journey we've got two older brothers so they were always league fans. My oldest was a Manly fan. My middle was a Canberra fan. Um, and then I was a huge sporting family, as you could probably tell. But, and then I started to support Brisbane, but that was in the early days when they were red hot with Langer, et cetera. 
and then um and then i went for the dragons because of the name yeah i was wondering when that was uh <laughs> yeah back in the days of uh of when they were good you know they had barrett and gaznir and, and those guys and then that just led into the Warriors. Um, my family's pretty hardcore rugby. My older brother still gives me shit every week. He rings me up and goes, why do you even bother watching the Warriors? Oh, fuck and those. So, <laughs> most asked question as a Warriors fan. <laughs> yeah. Why do you bother? I, I have to defend myself every week. And he just has that wry smile on his face, which pisses me off. But um, no, nah, I don't know what, what, you know, poured me into league. I, I obviously love rugby just as much, but, but now I'm, I'm you know, way more of a league fan than I am a union fan. And um, I guess it's just, you know, that struggle that you go for a year and year out and you don't know how it's going to go. Whereas with like the team like the All Blacks, you kind of expect to win every week or every yeah, time they, they play. It's not as fun. Exactly. Um, and uh, what have you got a, a, a favourite game or one that sticks out for you or even a most uh, devastating game? Probably more to the point. Oh, I've got a few. Um, it's hard to choose a devastating. There's just so many to pick from. <laughs> Easier to pick so a favourite because they're so few and far between. <laughs> I think that the, the, a couple of years ago we, we were playing Penrith and uh, in Penrith, and I think we were like 24 yeah. six up or something uh, like that. And then they just and you knew they were going to come back as well. It wasn't like like surprise. You just knew it was going to happen. Yeah, because they had a pretty gun team. Um, and they were letting everyone get off to fast starts and then hunting them down. So we, we, we when you know it's going to come, and then it slowly does, and then they end up beating you by about 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, I not good. Like uh, last weekend. I remember I watched that game. I was in Fiji, actually. Oh, at, man. At Ruffles, waiting for a transfer yeah. to the island. Yeah, nah, just bludgeoning over there for a couple of days. Um, and terrible internet, Fiji. Jesus. <laughs> it is horrendous. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was filthy. I was filthy. I was getting out all these happy Fijians, bulla bulla, and this I've, we've just lost like that. I'm getting around kicking stones out in front of the bureau. <laughs> oh, ruining your whole holiday. <laughs> oh, it just about did. It just about did. But um, oh well. But yeah, that game was that hurt. That game, that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. But so many have hurt. But there's been some. There's been some goodies. I mean, yeah, obviously the one against Melbourne. First round of the finals was mm-hmm. an incredible one to watch. We had a good crew of of guys watching that. If you guys put the bet on, I think we were ten to one going into that, maybe. Mm-hmm. So if you guys chucked a few bob on that, which you know paid off in the end. Were so you one of a few, a or one. did you watch your mates? No, correct? I was that typical. Like we're just going to get pumped. <laughs> <laughs> I would have held on. I would have been in as well. I'm going to hold on to this ten bucks, mate. I might get some fish and chips later. <laughs> That's ten dollars at uni too, so you're you're holding on for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been there's been a ton. There's been some crackers and some yeah, rather forgettable ones. And last uh, question on this Sammy St. George Warriors Odyssey. You got a favorite player of all time and a least favorite warrior of all time? Hmm. Um Steve Price would be my favorite. I think oh, yeah. he changed the club when he went there. I think he just gave it a leadership and a bit of a direction that, that we needed at that time. Um, and least favourite. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's going through the Rolodex of names. 
Is Todd Larry popped in, in or uh, John Boone or uh, yeah. <laughs> John Boone up there, yeah. Dane Nielsen, he's a battler. Um, See what? Oh, there's been a ton. I, I can't think of one. If Logan Swan gave me the shits on a lot of occasions. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, man. The, yeah, yeah, he's always been a just a pet. Especially late in his career, he was just a passenger, and oh, he it killed me. Sorry, Logan. He just, yeah, I know. He's probably an awesome dude, but he, God, he done his best to ruin some game. There was one of the, was there a semi final where all you had to do was yeah. pass it through the hands again? Was it paramedic? At yeah, it was his last game for, well, one of his last games for the yeah, club. That, that yeah. Ah, oh, I was waspy after seeing that. <laughs> yeah, he was tough. But um, you know, oh, well. more favourites I think than 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 duds. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a it's a tough club, but you just do it, don't you? People ask you why, so well, you don't. There's no why. We just do. Yeah, it's an out of it old team. But you're right about the All Blacks. Oh, I often think of that as well. Imagine supporting just the gun, even the Storm. Imagine being a supporter of them. It's like it wins. You just become flat how do you get excited just in the final otherwise it's a a, a, a shit season yeah you're pissed off if you don't win and you're mildly elated if you if you do yeah yeah there's never even they get to a stage premierships that even that's going to become blah to them in a minute yeah yeah i'd hate the minor premiership they're resting players because they don't even want to win that (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) how sweet is the taste of the football boys flag it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we don't need the hundred caps. I wonder what the Warriors trophy cabinet looks like. Do they play for a trophy every game? We won a minor premiership. We did. Didn't I've we? got a photo yeah, yeah. with, and we won the club championship the same year. Yeah, yeah how they used to I do think it. We only won because the dogs dogs lost points or something. Yeah, selling yeah, cat debacle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll take it, man. We'll take it. I've got a photo. Oh yeah, I've actually course, got a photo with the trophy holding the trophy. Oh really. No. Yeah, man, man, Swamp. We um we stalked them when they had that. They played a warm up match one year against Newcastle and Greymouth after the Pike River sort of accident. They done that charity game, and then man, Swampy. We didn't go to any it, and they apparently they got on the booze massively on the Saturday night. And man, Swamp thought it'd be a good idea, and they'd be happy to see us at eight o'clock the next morning, hungover, trying to get on their bus. Mate, were they off us? They didn't want a bar of us. All these hungover. Manu looked like he wanted to bite our head off. Ben Medellino was a nice guy. He he obviously not a big drinker. And Jake Lillyman, he was off us. He was coming back from McDonald's with his breakfast, and he didn't want a bar of us either. No, he's one of the nicer warriors I've dealt with, actually. Wow. No, hungover Jake's no good. Mate. Not coming <laughs> hot. Yeah, no, he's no good. Hungover Jake's a, pup, he's a grumpy, grumpy man. <laughs> Um, so we're talking to to Sam from, he's in Sydney, he's in, I think he said day 68 of, well, lockdown light by the way he described it, I mean, <laughs> we had two, two weeks of, to, of level four and um, sounds like he was pretty, he's pretty much at level two, but it's lockdown. Um, you coping okay, mate? You, you feel I mean, like we've you... got an eight, eight month old daughter and nothing's changed for us because we don't go to restaurants. Yeah. We don't go out with friends because you got a daughter, so all you do is walks anyway. So nothing's changed for us. We're quite. <laughs> is that quite your first? Is that your first? Is that your only kid at the moment? Yep. Yeah, first, first one. Yeah. Yep. So parenthood, mate. You you're gone. I reckon they hit about five, and you sort of walk out your front door, rubbing your eyes. Sunlight hurts you a little bit, and that's when you sort of realise that there's a society outside of your fence. 
So lockdown, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. No, no, it's just going home's a bit of a pain because it's been about two years, but we'll get there. Yeah, I'll say none of your olds have met the kids or anything, the grandkid, no, the girl. No, not yeah. yet. It's a lot of FaceTimes and, and that. That would be tough. And, uh, yeah, that would be tough. I heard the, news, heard the news saying the Warriors won't even be going home. Looks like they'll be going straight into pre-season at, at Redcliffe. Is that right? So, to yeah, Brett, old mate coach, for the summer. some of those players haven't even touched New Zealand soil yet. Well, you'd almost think most or most of them haven't played at Mount Smart as a warrior. Yeah, far out. That's that's tough. That's tough. They um, won't get. They'll have to get home the next year because Redcliffe will be the extension team, won't they? Yeah, they'll they'll be able to, they won't be able to doss up there if they're in the NRL as well. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where they'll go then? Probably Mackay. <laughs> yeah, far out. Oh well, bloody um, hell. What's on the agenda, Brett, Will? Well, I was going to say, just we've been talking about Sam for a bit. Brad, how are you, mate? We're, we're back in level three for a few days. We were looking forward to it, but I, I called you up, and it's probably the ropiest I've ever seen you not to do with a Warriors loss. You were. <laughs> I know. I've had a hell of a. I thought after lockdown, I'm building it. I've got, oh, I haven't got the year off. We've, me and my wife have brought a section, uh, Sam. And I'm taking the year off to build the house. So that's what I'm doing for this year. And I thought after lockdown, I'd be able to ease back into it because all the subbies will be trying to chase and catch up. And But no, nah, every man and his dog up there today. And far out, it was a waste of time me putting on the nail bag. I had two Brazilians <laughs> that barely spoke a word of English trying to tell them how to do something. And then a grumpy plumber. I've got this plumber. He's, he is full noise grump. So battling him. And yeah, I was, I was pretty puffed, mate. That's pretty puff, but I'm too deep now. I'm two beers deep, and I'm starting to numb up. So it's hey, all this so memory. A, you're the consummate professional, Brad. As soon as that recording light goes on, you just turn it on. and Yeah. yeah. We um, could do another podcast from the site, Brad. <laughs> That'd be great listening. Here's the plumber. Here's, the, <laughs> Here's the Hey, I'll check you on the Gordy. Uh, fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. warriors. <laughs> and then the Brazilian. Yeah, you want to know what you get out of him. Could be telling us anything. Uh, that'd be good fun. Now, rewinding almost a week, uh, boys, we went into last Friday's game against the Raiders. We thought we were still a finals chance, 16-0, big finals chance, and uh, then they bowled it. Uh, take us back to Friday night. What were the emotions like? Uh, well, you know my our emotions well because we had a we had a bit of a group chat going on on what, yeah, did, but, what did we do what do the kids call it messenger messenger video hookup but, so we had a seven way four oh. seven blokes seven way seven blokes seven way. yeah yeah so um and far out where we rope it oh, it got to the end of the game and I was like <laughs> the, there were some of these pleasantries like these boys here were all talking I was like I'm out and I just shut it down <laughs> just gone all communication I love that and do you know when the turnaround was it was when these guys, everyone had their sort of fan gear on. I was the only one not wearing a Warriors jersey. Oh, I didn't I went, either. And Ruth brought me the brought me mine through as well. Big oh, is it her fault? Point. It's Ruth's fault. Yeah. So yeah. So as soon as I put that jersey on, everything went backwards. So I will never don that jersey again. I don't think. I have to buy a so new one. We've talked about it before, but our success rate is so so poor when we're wearing the jersey. I don't get it. I know, we can't have anything yeah. to do with it, but it I still feels like it. Who wins 46 losses with the, with the jersey on? I never wear my jersey anymore for that reason. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because it's so annoying when you, it's full time, you've lost horribly and you look down and. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, they pan on that dude in the crowd in the losing jersey team, eh? Wearing a, someone just got flogged. Tigers, say Tigers got flogged by 60 points and they always find a Tigers fan at the end of the game sort of moping. I don't want to be caught like that, so that jersey will not go on. I'm not big it's on like fame you, here anyway. I'm, um, like I'm when you go to a away game here in Sydney, it's, it's the worst when you just have to walk out of that stadium oh. after a loss. I remember we went to Campbelltown to watch the Tigers. And I think it was like round one or early in the in the season, and uh, we got towed up. That was when Tedesco was still there, and uh, getting that train ride was about an hour train ride back to the oh, city. Man. Was just depressed. Oh, guys, just losing it at us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where's the closest sort of field? Who's the if you were a team for you where you are? You're in Sydney, correct? Yeah, I'd be Roosters. The clo- oh, you're in Bondi. That's right. Yeah, fair enough. I, you did tell me that. Oh, yeah. So, you- <laughs> nice. So, there's a fallback. There's a yeah. decent team to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, well, they're building a new stadium, which will be, uh, uh, I think that stadium will be done in August next year. I heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, which will be very similar to the one in Parramatta. In oh, is that right? They've gone that more boutique not that next level up from boutique sort of thing, the in between. Oh, that would be rad. Yeah. That-, that one is it. What is it? At- Paramount? What's that called? Uh, Banquet. Banquet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Banquet. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, that stadium. Oh, that's rad. Um, yeah, sorry, have we... Been to many of the stadiums there. I think I, the only Sydney... I've been to ANZ once and Sydney Football Stadium once, and that's it. Uh, yeah, I went to ANZ, but that's a dog of the ground. If no one's watching, I think I went to a Bulldogs-Warriors game and like a thousand people. Four five people. <laughs> you and the hot yeah, dog seller. Was... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've been, uh, not too many, to be honest. Um, Leichhardt's a good one. Have you been uh, to Leichhardt? Uh, yep, went to a game at Leichhardt. Uh, yeah. i a couple of years ago. Um, haven't been to Brookie yet. That looks like an experience in itself. Yeah, it does. You need a tetanus shot. Before. I think they give that when you're walking in, checking your ticket. They give you a tetanus yeah. shot at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Campbelltown, as I said, that's a bit of a rough one. Been to the Panther Stadium. Um, a few others. Obviously went to the Sydney one, but that's been redone now. So it'll be good to go, though, next year once it's all One thing that me and Will... One thing that me and Will have always wanted to do is find a weekend where the sort of stars aligned in Aussie in terms of those grounds you'd like to go to and then hit a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, zooming around Aussie, eh, yeah, Will? Like yeah, start yeah. a Newcastle or something and then go... Maybe go for and, a catch a couple of Warriors away games and, yeah, yeah, way around the place. I'd like to go to Newcastle. I'd like to go to Newcastle too. Looks like a real good spot. Yeah, even like doing like Redcliffe and then Suncorp and Gold yeah. Coast on the same yeah. weekend if that worked yeah. out. Gold Coast. Good I don't know if I'd want to put money through their gate. <laughs> <laughs> Oftentimes, it's a good ground to watch. What are you? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not off them. They're my, they're my 16th favourite team. <laughs> so they're in your top 20. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Until Redcliffe come, they'll be 17. <laughs> Uh, sorry, we've already gone off topic on last weekend's yeah, game. Where were we going, Raiders what game? Broke, what broke you the most? What was was there anything there that any players? I don't. Did anyone play terrible? I can't think any now. That not not horrific. Well, yeah, yeah. Eleven missed tackles. He, he made a, a boatload of tackles, but also missed eleven. That and 
just doesn't offer anything in attack. He's one that I can't understand yeah. why he's there. Uh, well, let's talk about it. The the pre-match decision to uh, cut to Vangelos, uh, he was 18th man, Kane Evans coming onto the bench. Bewildering. I thought, of, is, I, I thought of you boys when that was done, and I was like, oh, my goodness. What's going on? Be... Has Ev- no, no one could believe it, eh? Has Evans given Brown a kidney or something? <laughs> like, I don't understand how he keeps he's getting something to him. Well, he yeah. plays like he's short a kidney. <laughs> how is he lumbering to the next tackle? You watch him in the background, and he just lumbers to the next tackle. It is oh, he's so far off the pace of what we want running around in a Warriors jersey. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, that type of player is just non-existent anymore in this new new game with these new rules. Um, nah. And Jazz just epitomises yeah. exactly what we need. He's also our longest-serving um, player um, in terms of years and games now, I think, now that Big Ken's gone. Uh, yeah, it's baffling. I mean, he got dropped a couple of weeks ago. Jazz, he, you know, generally turns up and plays pretty well whenever he's there. From not to be there... In, um, behind Siren and Ann Evans. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's it. There's, there's, he's getting beaten out by two players that are, most people walking the streets will say he's better than that. I know he gives up the penalties. He probably gets a, I think he gets a slap on the wrist for giving up silly penalties and stuff like that. But he's, I'm surprised he's actually doing all right. I thought he'd be sinbinned a whole lot more than he has with these rule changes. So I think he's trying to behave. He's better than he was. Um, yeah, I so, think back half of the season he's been he's been really good um, yeah, in terms of yeah. his discipline. But the only thing I can think of is is Brown wanted more size against the big Raiders back. The only yeah, only thing I can think of. Yeah, I don't know. You get more pound for pound if you put them in a ring. I'd take Tavanga <laughs> all day over Evans all Evans day. Would just be yeah, trying to get come in for the for the grip every time. Just trying have to have a glass chin too, eh? Okay, you just fold it. He does knees. like folding guys, though, Brad. He does yeah. like folding yeah. guys. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. I've you never seen him fold. I don't know. Are we sure that's <laughs> what it said? Folding, folding sunts, or I wonder what it actually <laughs> said. I reckon it said folding sheets. He's probably real good at folding sheets, <laughs> but not hunts. <laughs> the Marie Kondo not of Carmichael that. hunts. Yeah. <laughs> um, for for me, the disappointing aspect was. Just give it, you know, anytime you lead by 16 and you lose, that's bitterly disappointing. And I was, and you could feel it coming. I was almost disappointed we got out to such a big lead because I could. You feel said the it. You actually verbally said it. X and the, amount of minutes into that first half, you said that this is going to turn around and we all sort of laughed it off at that stage. But nah. the try just before half time was crucial. I mean, they just had to see that out. 16 0 at half time is a hell of a lot different to just conceding before half time and it's 16 6. And from there, I, you know, it was almost inevitable that we we're going to get lapped. Have you ever seen a game where that odd shaped ball bounced in such crazy ways into the laps of other people? The, the yeah. bounce of the ball was, mean, it was a contributing factor in about five tries for both sides. Yeah, it was like the week. It before. should have been 22 0 up if, if Sullivan caught that ball over the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, just and then as soon as, uh, Chan scored my mate message from me, James, and said, we're going to lose this. And I just said, yep. Yeah. 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 They, hung in, they hung in for longer than I probably thought, but then it's almost more annoying that 
they uh, bottled at the end. I think this, by my count, the sixth game this season that they've been level or ahead uh, five minutes, less than five minutes to go and lost, which is, you know, that's that's soul-destroying. I mean, you can lose close games, and they've won this year of close games, but that amount of games where you've, when you're ahead or level and then lose, that's, that's pretty brutal. Uh, it's been a tough old year. The, the energy is getting lower and lower, and we've got one game this weekend that's actually going to be quite pleasant to watch knowing, oh, is it going to be, though? You still It's the Titans. Yeah. I uh, feel a sense of relief. It's a fun game. Don't have to hope, hope in for anything, and you yeah. can brush it off. Um, yeah. Canberra's this—they're um, staying down when they were half hit on the chin. Oh, that, yeah, that, that was, was that was crucial too. That was yeah. half of the anger in me <laughs> yeah. come the final whistle was them just lying down for a little tap on the chin. It's the, some of these new rules and these players taking advantage of, it. and fair enough, they should because it's gonna. It, mm-hmm. it, it's gonna get you places, but far out. It's not a good look. Actually, the rules... I like how. Uh, cut... Sorry, I like how Cartel did it for us, but uh, no one got him high. So... <laughs> 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 no. He tried his. I was like, just stay down, stay down, stay down. Watch the replay. <laughs> Nothing high. <laughs> Play the ball. Momentum lost. And there's a few <laughs> times now while she's been clipped, and remember he got. Oh, Fitler had a chirp about him before yeah, the origin. Yeah. Mm. And I reckon he's taken that on board a little bit too much now because he could have got a couple of penalties if he stayed down, yeah. but he's trying to prove himself as a... And fair enough, that's 10 years ago, that's what you've done. You got up to your feet and you just carried on. But yeah, far out. it's dumb that that's it's part of the game plan there, isn't it? It's yeah, got to be an HIA or something that they have to go off. Yeah, the yeah. I don't know. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you can, yeah. Yeah. Um, now the time's ticking. Um, Sam's got some upcoming child mining duties, so we'll rip into. Got a bottle to heat. He's got a bottle to heat. Any tanner. We'll rip into a bit of uh, a slightly premature review of the season. There's still one game to go, but uh, pretty much done and dusted. Um, Sam, your, your biggest positive and your biggest negative from a 2021 campaign. Positive, I think, would be the effort that they showed week in, week out. I think in past years, we'd lose games and you would say it was due to lack of effort. Um, you know, the boys coming off a 40-point loss and yahooing and high-fiving with their mates on the other team. But I think these guys really feel the losses. I think it's a, I think it's been, a, from the recruitment side of things, a real target to get those type of players into the squad. Um, so that's comforting because it knows we're always going to put in every week. We just need a little bit of, you know, we just need a few guns in those key positions in the spine to elevate to that next level. So I think as a baseline, I think it's really good and positive that the effort's there. Um, so that's encouraging. I think another year in Australia on the downside, you know, I heard someone they'd have nine different primary schools or something they've been put in. Some yeah, of these that's have had to put their kids into or... And oh, I mean, you just right? to get that kind of stuff. So um, the moving around and just having no home base and the injuries we had and the lack of um, 
you know, consistent teams that we could run out week in, week out. When you just get used to a player, and like, like Barry's a perfect example, you'd be like, oh, love it, Barry's good, and then hamstring's gone for three weeks, and then, yeah. you know, oh, Lodgy's back, and then he clips someone around the, you know, the face, and he's done for three weeks. So just a lot of in and out to the team, and we could just never build any continuity. So um, next year, boys. Yeah. Um, the injuries <laughs> thing, I'm probably less um, inclined to to be, I guess, sympathetic for how many games I've won and lost. But it is amazing. I mean, there's, I think Bunty, Cody and Jazz uh, have played the most games, and that's 21 of 23. Wow. It's incredible. Like, I mean, how do you find a player of the year when most of the team, pretty much all of the team, have only played sort of 16, 17 games? It's, um, I really, I'm not, well, they might have to call the awards night off. Like, who's who's your player of the year this year, boys? Yeah, that's a tough one. Who is my player? I, that, that's too much on the spot. You put me on the spot here. Who, you got one, Sam? I had this, I had this question asked me the other day. I, I think Fanua Blake, just because yeah, when he's been on, he's been on. Um, I think he probably had one dud game in there, but he's been, I mean, without him, you can just see how much of a loss he is to our team. So maybe in terms of MVP, he would be it. Um, and he's, and he's going to be... Great. Current, yeah, I'd be most improved. That that trophy that no one wants would probably go to Curran for me this year. <laughs> yeah. No one wants the most improved. It's like, oh, you're shit. You're, you're, shit not, out. you're not as shit as you were now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, buyer of the year. Who's your buyer of the year? Well, hang on. I'm just, I just want oh, to you got it. mention. Sorry. Um, extraordinary that those two are the guys you pull out because Fanua Blake's going to finish the year with 15 appearances, Karen 14, and those mm. and your two best players. It's quite amazing. I'd almost yeah. still give it to two of us a Sheck. It's just about like he played 17 games and oh. was pretty good towards the end. Uh, kind of fell away a bit in his last few weeks, but. Again, it's not an easy one for the for the club to. I think you might be right, Sam. AFB might be the way to go. Yeah, that's where I'll be. Yeah, I think leaning. That's a dud amount of games though. Far out. Two of us are shit. He he just got dirt bag. How many did Roger play? He he played seventeen. So he played. I guess he played all the first seventeen games, and then that wow. was it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that he had played more three more games than Blake, but I guess. There was that big span through the centre. Mm. Rog, he was, the last few, he just got stymied by Brown's selection, trying to shoehorn Walsh in there in the end, and he just got, yeah, that's what him. happened to him. He was still playing. That was a classic Odin um, Barrett-Moanga situation where you're just trying yeah. to put two guys into the team and it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, you're dead right. You're spot on. It, it, they just can't work. Although I would have played Walsh at 5'8 that whole time, to be honest with. He's still going to be out there with Rog. Is my thing. And that one game, what was the one where Rog got HIA? He got knocked out. He actually played at 5'8, and for that first 10 minutes, he looked yeah. amazing at 5'8. Yeah. yeah, that looked. So mm. that's a shame we missed out on seeing a bit more of that. Was that his last final game? Yeah, because he was ruled out the week after, I think, and then, yeah. um, then uh, shipped off home not long after. So. I've heard he's, I heard I was talking to a guy, uh, a rugby enthusiast today and he's saying he's apparently he's had a, a game or two in the co in union right. yeah, in new zealand and just tearing it up just 
So I guess now it's just wow. he started to the level changes for the NPC yeah. or whatever they call it these days to start again, and he's straight into the Auckland team. I don't rugby don't understand what they've got in him. A rugby supporter, because they don't watch league. A proper rugby supporter, they mm. it is the enemy. They don't watch league. They don't want anything to do with it. But they don't understand what they've got on their hands there at the moment. They've got someone special. He's got the work ethic of Richie McCaw in terms of training and working yeah. hard. It's the same motor as Richie McCorn they've got. Sips out the back. Mm. So, Plus, you know, psychologically, he's back in Auckland um, mm. for the first time in a couple of years, back at his palatial... Uh, he's got a death style block, there, hasn't over, he? Over the, um, over the fence Joe from Joe Parker, isn't he? Loving it. What's that, sorry? Over Joe... the fence from Joe Parker. Is he? Yeah. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've got diff style blocks, and aren't they on a lifestyle blocky type setup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd um, I'd advise Roger not to sign for any of uh, Joe's career packages. Yeah, yeah. Do you mind? I'm going away next week, <laughs> uh, Roger, mate. Do you mind if I just get a couple of things delivered to you and you just yeah, it's, it's and... stressed to you, but it'll be safe. <laughs> we can't have Roger in that model. I'll have Roger caught up in those games. Uh, it's just some water pumps. Just some water pumps for, uh, <laughs> for uh, just doing some uh, irrigation. <laughs> um, oh, Brad, yeah. you're about to say bye there, mate. Obviously, AFB um, sits atop there. But how would you rate the recruitment, Sam, um, as far as the, the bunch that came in for 2021? Yeah, pretty positive about them all, I think. I think few surprised us. Montoya was a huge surprise. Incredible. Um, and like he just continues to surprise me every week. And and CWZ, I think for what we got him on, I think he's he's producing. I don't think it's you know playing way over his value at all, but I think he's putting in a you know good effort and that's all you want. You, you want your wingers you can get tied up and paying too much money for wingers and centers yeah. and so you just want to know that they're going to put in every week and finish the opportunities opportunities they get um a few other guys like even just recruitment as a whole i think it's been pretty good it's, it's finding that as i said that player that effort player that's that's going to put in every week um i think it's just creating depth in key positions i think we're a little bit light in the halves mm -hmm. uh, especially for next year like if we re-sign sully you know what if sean johnson goes down for half the season what are we going to do then yeah. is it going to be sully and chd um, I don't think Cody should ever play in the halves again. No. Um, he was awful on Friday. Night. Yeah, he's just a liability because what happens is they, they target him and his his guys outside and inside don't trust him. So then it compresses it and then it just creates space and it makes, you know, the wingers rush up and have to make a, you know, decision whether to come in or not. It's just do you know, where, Nicker, do you know where Cody would go real well? Cody will go real well running around with Jaden, I reckon. Just mm. at the Dolphins, just running around in reserve grade. Now, I think that's the best place for for Cody, in my in my opinion. Um, I think we got the wrong Nick Arena, maybe. He's mm. carving up. At the he moment. is. He got yeah, a hat trick last week. Storm. Yeah. Although um, it was a Daryl yeah. Halligan type hat trick. <laughs> On that, I could have got that hat trick. I reckon I could have got two at least. I would have got a double. Black and three tries. Yeah, and they're right up for the Dolphins. Um, yeah, I think the recruitment. This old, old man Sullivan, he's a shrewd operator, I reckon. Yeah, I think that's been a, play, 
it's been inflated a little bit by uh, Dallin has worked out, and I know I was pretty critical, but he's he's been pretty good. Um, and Lodge has worked out really well. Mm. And Noah Blake was always going to be a slam dunk. Montoya, big surprise packet. A few guys not quite as as good. Well, well there's the obvious. Well, Evans, Aitken, I reckon has probably fallen slightly short or had a bit of yeah. uh, bit of an injury thing. And yeah, Evans terrible. Obviously, Chad Townsend thing didn't work out. Sean O'Sullivan, not too bad. Yeah, I'd, I'd like wouldn't. I don't think Serenin and Evans would have got yeah, the game Sarin. time they had if they had to, a fit Tohu Harris the whole season. Yeah. Like they'd yeah. be swapping out. Ben started yeah. on fire. He yeah. started the yeah. fire. It was just a form dip, and nothing was going right. All of a sudden, that poor dude was running around trying to get decent ball off Cody Nicarima to hit a hole. I think next year, like I don't, I don't think it's all on. Ben Murdoch Masilla, his form. I think a lot of the factors he he needs to be put into a position to dominate and run over the top of someone, and he just wasn't getting given that opportunity. Better on the edge as an impact kind of guy. Yeah, Evans was uh, yeah. a, a confident player as well. You can tell. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, a, a player that continues to polarise Sam is Wade Egan. Where do you stand on him? Is he the future of uh, the Warriors' number nine jersey, or do we need to look elsewhere? Or what do you reckon? I've always been a fan. I'm a bit like Fonzie. Um, I think we lack footballers with knowledge. And I remember uh, Todd Payton saying last year that we've only got about three guys in the whole squad who have football knowledge, who know what to do in the right situations and know how to get the team around the park. I think that was Egan, um, Tohu, and and they had, I can't even remember who the third guy was, but um, I think we need more of those players, honestly, if we're going to win, especially win those close games. I know Wade had a few troubles in those close games, but I think he's improving. He's obviously got talent, you know, as going through the ranks, he was one of the best dummy halves going around. So um, if there's no one better to replace him, and there's no one on the market, and I think we put full faith in him and um, and just back him. And you know, I oh. think he's not the the running hooker that we would love, but I think he he's he's smart. And, and some of those tries that you know he sets up week oh, in week out, yeah. a lot of people sort of miss those, but they're, they're just little key things that he does around the ruck that a lot of other players can't do. So, and I think when he comes into the side, we see a difference. Uh, it so, goes, um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared to back him. I wouldn't have said uh, he got that injury, and before that, I've never been, I wasn't a huge fan at all. And I wouldn't have said that around the ruck plays quicker when he's on the field. And when he come back from that shoulder injury, it was so much crisper and quicker around the ruck. Uh, it, it sort of helped me realise as a naysayer of the dude, actually he's quality and we're far better off with him. And I'm I'm keen to just lean on him and just give, keep giving him that nine jersey. For a couple of years, and his running, that Canberra, he, he was yeah. nipping out a dummy half all of a sudden too, and mm. getting a couple of little snipe. I'm not saying we need a dude like, like the, the good old Isaac Luke who could smash something from 60 meters out. But I just wouldn't mind him sniping a little bit more around the ruck when the opportunity sees it. Just get that 10 meters easily, and that'll get better with you know when we get Fenua Blake and Lodge playing every week. Yeah, rolling through mm. teams, and he's got a better platform. Um, yeah, no, good finish to the year. Hopefully, we see him uh, play. Well, no, do we want him to play? He's, he's clearly carrying a bit of a shoulder injury. Went off 
I found this decision strange this week. I know we want to win the game, but I felt he would have given Evans a rest, Curran a rest. Um, the way they came off last week, I think they were a little bit busted. And the last thing we want is Egan to pop that shoulder out again. And, yeah. You know, have to spend Absolutely. the preseason on the sidelines. So, Because yeah. that young fella must be fit, is he? Is it Otto Kolo? Uh Yeah, I'm not sure. He must be fit. Why not just give him 80 minutes? What does it matter? What do you think about him, guys? Because I've been a little bit, like, he's he's young. And I, I just wonder if there's been too many restrictions placed on him. Because the word was he was a bit of a tearaway. Mm. And um, I just wonder, being a young guy in a, in a team and, and having your house yelling at you and make, you know, wanting the ball all the time, I wonder if he's just given that up. And Yeah. I, that, just you know, he, he had a few runs. But, um, seems to be just playing in his shell a little bit when I've seen him get on there. He, he, yeah, he seems laboured, and you could, he's. I wonder if those restrictions are putting him in, in two minds. It's like, oh, this is usually when I'd bust and do a run here, but this is where mm. I should be passing it now because I'm in the NRL. And yeah, I, I haven't with his performances, I haven't been that impressed with what I've seen. But like you say, is he trying too much, listening to the coach rather than trusting what he can actually do himself? It's, yeah, it's, he's only got the um the two games off the bench that one in Newcastle, which was a terrible day to be a, a dummy mm. half. The sixty yeah. thrashing from the Rabbitohs, and then he started that game against the Tigers, and then I think he might have picked up an injury in that one. Um, yeah, but I, I reckon mm. I'm keen to persevere with him. I mean, you know, get let him settle into a role as fifteen minutes at the end of each half type hooker. Yeah, I think he's your replacement for Egan. I don't think Cody is. I think Cody's 14 and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it, it's Otokolo for Egan if Egan's out. So um, if yeah, Otokolo wasn't there, I'd go to Sullivan over Nicarima if it push come to shove for that hooking position. Nicar- oh, geez, I hope he. Oh, no, his wife's going to get to stay in Aussie now. So he's not going to go to someone else now. <laughs> They're not coming back to New Zealand. He's on a good wicket at the Warriors, too. They back ended that deal big time. And, Did they? And he's on. What do you reckon he's on for his Oh, over half a million. Oh. Yeah, I heard it was like 600. Yeah. Is it? So he's going to. Like robbery. Yeah, he's going to be getting paid more than SJ next I wish year. Wish there was some real rich supporter <laughs> out there. That would pay him six hundred and fifty grand a year just to mow his lawns. I'll give you six hundred and fifty grand to mow my lawns. <laughs> Should we just all get, chip him, get him off? Yeah, get, yeah, you can do six lots of lawns a week. <laughs> we need six backers at one hundred and twenty each, <laughs> just to get him out of that team, buy him out of the contract. Yeah, is that right? Six hundred. Uh, that's heavy. That is a big. Old... I think they know where they are on him, though. I don't think they're. No. Yeah, I think you're um, right. I think right. they know where he's at, and they know what a liability is if they play him, you know, in the other yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, they're not shy to not pick him now. Whereas... Yeah, the way they're selecting him now, yeah, they, they're on the same page just as gotta, the fan base. They've just got to get their heads around Kane Evans next, and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. It's out of it. He's out of it. Um, speaking of SJ, the, the elephant in the room, Sam, I know you were uh, on mm. the um, anti-SJ bandwagon um, when he left the club and now he's coming back. So first of all, so I guess explain you um, why you were thought he wasn't the guy for us and where do you stand on him coming back? Did the decision excite you, disappoint you or um, otherwise? It is the elephant in the room. Um, I was always a big fan of him. 
pretty much most of his time at the club. Um, but when I started to understand salary cap and how it works and who gets paid what and um, what we were paying him in those last few years, I just felt he was way overpaid for what he was putting out on the field. I felt he could turn up in, in games and, and play great, but I felt like it was every sort of third game. And I just think if you're paying a guy a million dollars, you look at Roger and what he was getting paid, what he was putting out, eight out of tens every week, yeah. captain of the club, all that kind of stuff. I just felt we needed to offer him a lot less. And the way it went down, I just have my own version of how it went down. It's probably not how it went down at all, but I just feel like the club went to him and said, look, contract's up in a year. We're going to have to pay you a lot less than you're currently on. And I think he was the golden boy for a long time at the club and just felt he could kind of auto-renew that contract as he went along. And I just think he, him and his agent packed up a bit of a stink and then I don't think the club handled it well at all. I don't think he did. I think there's a lot of immaturity from both parties and I think it's turned out to be great for the club because I think he needed to go away and, and get a different environment and he, he's matured since and he's had a kid now and it seems like he's settled down. I think his game's changed dramatically. He's now that sort of game manager type, which I don't think he was when he was at the club. Um, and we need that more than ever now. So when his name came up, shocked me, shocked everyone, I think, when it when it was <laughs> announced. But took time to breathe and <laughs> yeah. Took time to breathe and I, I think it's I think it's good. I think it's a great story. I hope it works out. I, I'm not off him anymore. I think I think things happened and it's water under the bridge now and I think uh, you know I don't think he's the guy to take us to the top four and win us a premiership. I still still think we need other really guns around him to do that. But is he going to improve us and help us win those close games? Probably. Yeah. I I liken him because as a as a bloody tradie, a bloody builder, mate, I liken it like we I know when you we train an apprentice on a building site. It's always good when the apprentice you finish the apprenticeship. And the best thing an apprentice can do for both the company and himself is go work from someone else. And even if it's mm. two or three years and then they decide to come back, it's better for everyone. They they realise that this isn't the norm or this isn't how it happens everywhere. They learn a little bit different. They can pick and choose what they like from there. But then when they come back, they can actually appreciate it more when they're back too to work out what they didn't have while they're away. And that's what I think with Johnson. I think him going away and he's come back he's on we're getting him for pretty good coin oh, like there could have been some other clubs that get oh. him for way way better money so he's realized like well what am i this is enough money for me to live this is enough for my family all of a sudden he's got different priorities and i reckon we've got him in a good time you're yeah. right he's not signing him is not like signing a johnson when he was 20 before we knew that it wasn't going to pan out to be a superstar sort of thing but it's not that but he is a decent old cog and a big wheel of building a premiership team there. He's a finisher. He's quite professional in the way he manages the game there and his kicking game. We get that on the back of Walsh and take some pressure. If teams are keeping their eye on half a dozen players across the park, that means Walsh is going to have a lot more opportunities. It's easy to shut Walsh down at the moment because he's pretty much our only danger. So, um, yeah. yeah. Led, led the NRL in try assists last year and probably the best in the game at forcing line dropouts, two areas where we're pretty ordinary if he can bring that sort of level back to us. And injuries is a bit concerning. That I scares think. me. That's what I was about. That's what I was trying to buffer yeah, rudely about. The depth scares me. If he goes down, 
who's going to take control of that side? I, I worry. So let's hope he has injury for next year. Um, but the thing we haven't I lost. Think, I think, <laughs> sorry, I think, I think Brian Hughes was the big. Yeah. He would have turned the club around. He was the golden goose, and mm. I'm just still gutted when you get him. Yeah. I think Johnson is from a off-field and a media and a leadership perspective. I think that's going to be huge as well. Like it's it's not a club of big, I guess you know public personalities, and I don't think the Warriors valued what they had in Johnson the whole time he was there. Like you know, mm. we have a, a captain that's either going to be Fanua Blake or Harris. Neither of them are sort of you know your big boys. Yeah, poster boy, front men kind of thing. I think Johnson's going to be pretty valuable from that point of view as well. We haven't lost yep. any of our starting halves from this year, have we? We're not losing any of them? No, any of our 45 starting halves. I think Chad Townsend's yeah. so uh, the only one. Only a fellow than uh, re-signed. Yeah. Oh, is he not re-signed yet? He's off contract still. One of the few. I hope he does re-sign. I... His old man should just give him a loan. Just, you know, like pocket money. Just. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah, out of his, yeah, a little back end deal. <laughs> Keep an eye on him. <laughs> I um, yeah, yeah. I can't. I'd, I'd say they would. Um, what do you reckon, Sam? I mean, is there areas on this roster that you would be hoping they'll bolster before next season? Uh, not. I think Phil Gould put out a Twitter uh, tweet the other day saying that we've we've signed Pin A and another handy prop. And oh, when yeah. asked who that was, he said, well, I'll wait for the Warriors to release that. Okay. Um, oh, geez, we're so, whoa, whoa, you've heard What he means here. by handy, I'm not sure. That that took me straight to zero tackle to see who was on the market <laughs> yeah. and who would be a handy player. Um, I know we're going after, in the Telegraph today, we're going after Nia Cora, or Nia Cora from Parramatta. Uh, the our right? um, Yeah. I don't know what how much truth that is to that, but I think he would be handy because he can I play centre, which we need. We definitely need um, It'd almost be our best centre if he came back. Yeah, because yeah, we're pretty good in the forward stocks stuff. at the moment, aren't we? So, yeah, I'd, we need a centre yeah. and we need a, another outside back, another winger, I think, still. Yeah. Even I, if I, it's a backup. I, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think what we're missing, what other teams have, the good teams have is a real, and, and it will be interesting to see where Tohu fits into this, is a real quality 13. So I think that position is more like valuable than ever at the moment with the new game. Like you look at the 13s, Cam Murray, Zayo, Jack Zavorovic, Victor Radley, these guys, that you know, Brandon Smith, these guys real are so balance. valuable because they can ball play and take it to the line as well. Yeah. Whereas Tohu, I almost feel like he's pushing more into that prop role. He is. Like yeah, Ruben he, Whitty type. The older he gets, the more he's just kind of maybe just pushing into the front row. And if we want to keep him for another few years, longevity-wise, we may have to play him for yeah. limited minutes, you know, 80 a game. So to have a 13 who can ball play, and, can, and I, I don't know if we have that currently in our team. I don't think Thurman's uh, the, the man there. Uh, I don't Karen, think Karen's Karen. ball playing's good enough. Yeah, he's, he's a bit more of a sort of edge impact player. I don't think he's that well suited to 13. Ah. Um, yeah, yeah, no. true. That's a, that's a fair shout. That is a fair shout. We, do, we are lacking a ball player. Even Katawa, he looks like he could be a ball player, but he he doesn't seem to be a ball player no. 13. Um, yeah, that's a fair shout. So near Cora, oh, yeah. I'll have one of him. Take one of him. Happily. Yeah, I think he'll be great if we can get him on some good money. And um, But I don't, I don't think we should make too many hasty sort of 
Nah. You know, the, the players that are on the market are pretty duds, if I'm That's being a, honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shit year to go shopping uh, unless you're willing to pay a, another club out of a contract. So yeah. you're paying them that much more than you want it. Yeah. And I think this year showed yeah. uh, that leaving a bit of space in the cap to pick up someone mid-season is yeah. not a bad option. Uh, yeah. Well out of that this year. Imagine if we didn't get Walsh. Oh, I know. I know. What a horrific <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. <laughs> But he would be sitting here in fifteenth place. Oh, we would have oh. packed the we would have packed the podcast up in round ten. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. Oh, the money's not that good. We would have we would have signed <laughs> Matt Dufty and just oh, could you? <laughs> yeah, imagine who we were to sign. <laughs> quick panic bets in the middle. You call yeah. it a, it's like a panic quick panic buy just shopping up. Jesus, we'd have Corey Horsburgh running around in the Warriors jersey. <laughs> Oh, Corey, love him. God, he's hard to look at, isn't he? <laughs> so sweaty. He's just got that sheen. When he's on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he looks like on a Sunday on the couch. Like, oh, what's, what's casual Corey look like? That's what I can't work out. I just seem to see... I just imagine Ricky Corey. just beating him after the game if we had a bad loss match. <laughs> <laughs> liability. Absolute Liability. Um, so who we got? Who, what is the team? Can you run through the team for this week? Will? For this weekend, um, hmm. Sam, you hanging around, mate? Have you still got a few minutes to? I've probably got another five minutes if that's yes. all good. Um, absolutely, mate. So looking through the lineup this weekend, not too many changes. Um, yeah, Walsh, DWZ, Hiku, Rocco Berry, uh, Marcelo Montoya. Harris Davida and O'Sullivan. So Chad Townsend's um, uneventful. Well. I wouldn't say uneventful, but unsuccessful second stint. Winless second stint is over. He's out with injury. So it's Harris DeVita and O'Sullivan um, in the halves this weekend. The pack, Fanua Blake, Egan, uh, Lodge got off that charge midweek. Karen, Aitken, Saren, so I unchanged there. And the bench, Nikarima, Katoa, Evans and Tanoa Brown. Um, Jazz, I, I was sure that Jazz was named... Um, in the 17, um, as per the club release, but yeah, got a few people pointing that out that he's 18. actually not there. Uh, picking Evans again mm. over Jazz or anyone is absolutely baffling. The the extended bench is Tavanga, Pompey, Murchie, and Ed Cossey. Not it's... much going on there besides Jazz. Um, yeah. One... One thing about the injuries and the disruption in the squad this year that's annoyed me is not being able to have a full excuse of going at Brown with his selections in these teams. Like, he's had to chop and change. He's had the excuse of injuries and that. But he, some of it is just, you just can't work out what he's thinking with these selection choices. Next year's going to be a tough year on that dude if he doesn't. If he gets a decent run with no injuries and no results come. Yeah. You can see straight away that we're going to be in for another coach change all of a sudden. Oh, he, if we have a season like this, results-wise, I don't even care how we lose. But if we're coming in eight or nine wins, he doesn't. I don't think he sees out the season next year. No, um, but that's not what you want for this club again, because no, it puts you then, back another eighteen months again. But then, is it, you know, do you, how long do you persist with the wrong guy when that yeah. becomes apparent? Um, but I, that was a question I. Uh, 
skipped over there, Sam, but do you give him a pass mark for this year? Do you, are you sympathetic to this to the obvious um, you know, hurdles he's had to encounter as a first year coach of a team, you know, stranded in Australia and the injuries and everything, or are you a little bit off him? No, I'm gonna give him a pass. I think the split preseason didn't help. Um listened to a few podcasts and they, they spoke about it as past players. They said if you had a split preseason, just the, the, the pain like of, of terms of getting combinations sorted and meeting new players and because we had so many new players come in, you know, they had probably what months in Tamworth to get things together before the season. I think that mm-hmm. was tough. Um, yeah, I give them a pass. I, I think uh, next year's big for him, as you yeah, guys yeah. are saying. He'll have a full preseason with the guys. I know being in Australia another year, if that's the case, is going to be tough. But um, at least they know it now. And Brickless not a bad part of the world, so yeah. um, they should I think, be all right. Like, I, I think all those things are, are totally valid. Um, I'm just still the jury's out. I think <laughs> on whether he was the right appointment in the first place. But exactly. Yeah, yeah, all those things are valid as I far think as. If, um, I know Toddy's not going well at the Cowboys, but I think if he had stayed on, I think we would be in a, a bit of a different place. So do I. I think he just he had a handle on who we were, and I think he was taking us in the right, the right. Yeah, you know, I don't place, think but, I don't think it was quite seen the sort of footy that he had us playing during that second half of. 2020. Nah, nah. He uh, he just seemed to work out how he needed to deliver information to the team. Yeah, it's some. It's, yeah. And it's the same with a lot of New Zealand teams where you get a lot of a cultural divide through not divide but there's a big blend of cultures always been with the Warriors team and it, like it or not it, it means you got to deal with people in certain ways and I think I think Toddy had worked out how to same with Ivan Cleary he knew how to get everyone on the same page um Brown I'd give Brown a pass this year but I'll give him a C I'll give him a, a flat C not a C plus not a C minus but a C <laughs> But next year's massive, massive for him. And I hope he goes all right because I don't want to be all over the news again about having to find another coach. Last year, we were buying a coach in the same year as you'd be trying to buy players this year, though. There wasn't many on the market last year. It was well, I know, if not, not a better coach, then don't, don't get one. Just, just yeah. With it. I, think, I think Brown's the type of coach who will take you to a certain place. Um, I think he's good with recruitment. He's good at identifying talent, and I think he'll take you to a place, maybe make the eight. But I don't know if he'll he'll go any yeah. higher than that. So, yeah, give him a you know, few years, see what he can do, and then hopefully some. Well, hopefully Cleary's won two premierships by then and comes back. Yeah, unfinished business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring that weirdo-looking kid of yours as well. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. God, that'd be good. Imagine him. Imagine it was him and Johnson. That's got me. I'm just sitting here while you're talking about it. I'm just sitting here thinking about the second prop that could could not be coming on his way. Do yeah, we need you... another prop? Well, I don't I know. Like, is it Aaron Woods? <laughs> oh, yeah, Woods. Was he going to go to the Tigers? He'll go to the Tigers, won't he? He was in the Broncos sites for a bit there. But, yeah, awesome. did you uncover anyone there, Sam, that looking through zero tackle, tackles off contract players that – yeah, any no, not really. Woods, you came up. There was just some battlers in there and young guys that I haven't really know too much about. Um, the name was getting mentioned. Uh, is it Shonig? Show Shonig from the Storm. Oh yeah, Darren or Daryl? Daryl. Oh, I don't even know how to pronounce yeah. his name. Daryl sounds, sounds like a wild um, but it sounds like a Melbourne <laughs> Storm prop. They'll have played. Pl- Daryl is built. 
What's your name? Daryl, you're signed. You're a Melbourne yeah. Storm pro. He's probably yeah. great in the Storm system and shit yeah. with anyone else. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, I hope Lowry. Hoping that Aaron Pena is not going to be another Todd Lowry or Dan, Dan Nielsen, but he looks the goods. He, he's starting Pena this week, so it'll be good to watch him go oh, in the second right? row. Yeah, go around mm. against the Sharks tonight. That'll be good to see. Um, tonight? Yeah. Who, who it'll be interesting tonight? if the uh, Storm, Storm beat the Sharks because then the Titans just have to uh, win and win well to get in. So Do they? Yeah, we can the game. The margins come into play as well. It's Yeah, you almost want the Storm to beat the Sharks just so it gives Sunday's game a bit more extra yeah. spice. Otherwise, it's a total dead rubber. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tally, I think Tally's still hanging on to the hope that um, the Storm will beat the Sharks by 74 points tonight and <laughs> <laughs> they're still in the mix. But... Uh, <laughs> I think it's all over for the Raiders, mate. Well, Ricky was saying he doesn't want them to win by 74. He's like, no, yeah. they don't deserve to play in final footy. What's the point of getting Dick next week? <laughs> Let them go and meet their families. They don't deserve yeah. shit. Oh, Ricky, he'll be just recline there, eh? Shut up shop. Yeah. Buy, a, buy one of those full... He won't just buy a pack of durries. He'll buy the, you know, the pack that only holds 10 packs. Yeah, carton. That's the word I'm struggling to find. Like if you're coming through customs. Uh, yeah, years. duty-free. Always had to get Swampy duty-free durries. You know Swampy lived on duty-free durries for about four years? <laughs> he didn't go to a dairy once. He just kept jumping on everyone going out the country. And like four years, he was on duty-free durries. Can you, you uh, go to Bali? Can you, still get, <laughs> can you still get them? It's not worth it anymore. It's about oh, the same. Not. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth it at all. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I'm not a durian now. I can't. I can't. I can't I've been I'm clean. I've been clean for. You're rolling. Clean. clean. No, I don't smoke. Hey, uh, we're going to say. Yeah, we'll just get out of here. Sam, thanks for joining us, mate. Hopefully, it's not you're not going to get too good for us, and you'll uh, come back to us again some other uh, time. Please hey, screw it. Just just remember this. Uh, just remember this. If you hit the top, the if you hit the top, remember <laughs> us. Remember this moment, yeah. my friend. Like, like when the like when the when they you wear your junior club socks. Um, for that special NRL round, yeah, that this is where you started out, mate. Hey, Sammy, can you can you oh, buy yeah, me I a beer, mate? It. Can you buy me a beer? <laughs> Come on, I'm a bit short, bro. I'm a bit short. <laughs> now, nice I'm to meet you, man. Game. Yeah, yeah, nice likewise, boys. And Appreciate thanks it. very much for your support, brother. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're just us. We we don't do this for any. We just like talking footy, and that's why we record this each week. We're not. We know we don't know the game inside out, and we know we're not massive judges or. Clinical rugby league supporters, That's what but for. yeah, exactly. There's people to do that, and but we do appreciate we do appreciate the little the little bit of support we get. So thanks, brother, and all the best. Yeah, to you. mate. Give you guys support, and I tell my other two mates who like the Warriors to give you support as well. So. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Talk to you later, bro. Right, boys, take care. Easy. Awesome. Appreciate it. Um, oh, it's just us now, bro. Just the two of us. <laughs> Sammy was a nice guy. I, I like yeah, I like the type of people we attract. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's um refreshing. It is, especially after a loss like that. So what have we got left? Are we just gonna run through the fucking round oh. and I mean excuse me, excuse my excuse my French. <laughs> um yeah, well, uh, we might as well just run through the round what it means, but yeah. Roosters forty sixteen over the Raiders last night. Whitewash. Adam Kieran. That's a second hat trick in succession in the last round for Adam Kieran. We shouldn't have let that guy go. I was never a huge fan of him in the halves, but they should have hung oh, on to him as a depth player. Oh, probably, yeah. 
That'd probably be our number one centre by now. He's so he can adapt to whatever role he needs to play. He's he's obviously knows footy. Yeah, and I'm he, a little bit gutted. Him and him and um old mate that went to Manly. Why is that name Lawton? Lawton, yeah. Imagine yeah. those two were still with us this year. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. that'd be integral members of our seventeen. Probably be a Kieran Lawton centre pairing. Um, <laughs> he's such a good goal kicker that he can even get awarded two points when he misses by quite a long way. Oh, is that right? Did I didn't see last night. Oh, man, he swung it badly and um, and still got the two points. How was that one? There was a debatable one last week that could I have been given, eh? put it through and, and yeah. taped it away. Was that right? Yeah. It was a little bit debatable, but they were closer than us. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't happy about that. But, anyway, so who's tonight? First game tonight? Tonight it is, uh, yeah, Shark Storm, big one. Shark, oh. The storm of resting, a whole bunch of guys. Munster, Welch, Carfusi, Bromwich, Addo Carr, Kenny Bromwich, Remus Smith, Eisenhuth. So The crazy thing, though, know. is list the names that are still in there, though, eh? Oh, you probably wouldn't even know, notice. Yeah, Papenhaus, Aramea, Seve, Olam, Nico Hines, and Hughes in the halves. Kamakamitha, Brandon Smith, Asofa Solomona, Pene, Chris Lewis, Dale Fanuka, and Japak. I mean, yeah. well, you still got Harry Grant on the bench. Yeah. Nah, well done. I like the Storm. I like what they do. Geez, they're good at building footy players. Like yeah, they, be, those names, they haven't brought those names to the team, really. They've built uh, a lot of those names from scratch. Or, yeah. or the guys they've signed, they've made them into, you know, they they weren't stars elsewhere. Um, yeah. I kind of hope they get, get up tonight just to make our game a bit more interesting. Yeah, same. So do I. Um yeah, so like a, a, maybe a 20-point win for the Storm and it basically means Titans are winning you're in and, yeah, it makes it quite a juicy little little affair there. I'd love to ruin this Titans year, so, yeah, <laughs> go to the Storm. Second uh, game. Eels-Panthers, so a fair bit riding on this. Eels have just totally bottled a, a top-four chance. They think that we're no chance, so they've rested Gutherson, Papali, Junior Paulo, Nyokore, Mitch Moses, Nathan Brown, Wanga Blake. Um, Panthers almost at full strength. Still gunning for that minor premiership, potentially, if depending on how the Storm go tonight. Storm lose. Panthers just have to win, I think, and the minor premiership's theirs. Um, yeah, so interesting for the seven people that may listen to this before kickoff tonight in three yeah. hours' time. Uh, yeah, not yeah. like uh, people aren't waiting for this to hit the shelves. No, um, yeah. Panthers will win this in the What way am I betting? What way am I betting? I need the Warriors. <laughs> this Warriors life is not up yet. <laughs> Quickly. Um, so you better get that on before that game. Yeah, Panthers, yeah, yeah. Panthers will win this. This is a dud game. I'm glad that's the late one. Um, Saturday starts off with this dead rubber central. Newcastle and Brisbane. Um, yeah. Move on. I don't even care who wins. I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> Cowboys Seagulls, uh, I think they just have to get up and fourth place is theirs, although the Roosters win last night might have made things interesting on I think they still they were still ahead of the Roosters after last weekend though, weren't they? Uh yeah. Well, so the the uh the Eagles, yeah, they just have to win. Yeah to get fourth. Cowboys anything they'd do it, they've been outstanding lately. Had a few troubles against the Bulldogs, but got there pretty easily and then what about that back three? 20-plus tries each for Trebojevic, Sabin, Garrett. Yeah, that's loose. Done in Premiership history, they're insane. Trebojevic has only played about four games. 
He um Dalian. They played like shit in that first half last week too. They were average. Saab could have had three or four more tries last week. They're my, um, they're my team for the finals. Yeah, and like, wait to yep. see them go around. Same. I'm into them. Um, yeah, and they'll get that done surely. Signing off on a pretty tough season for Toddy P. Uh, yeah. uh, last game on Saturday night, Rabbitohs Dragons. Uh, I don't know if that game, yeah, Rabbitohs will finish third no matter what. Yeah. Them, yeah. Theoretically finished second, no difference there. Um, and who are they playing again? Dragons. Dragons, yeah. Yes. I mean, any interest there is that they could potentially leapfrog the Warriors. So <laughs> go for a big uh, Rabbitohs victory. Yeah. Um, and then it's us. We kick things off on Sunday. Titans potentially with a whole heap to play for or absolutely nothing. So, yeah, interesting to see how that pans out. I think there's one thing that caught my eye running through the lineups. Anthony Don, about to retire, named in the 21 jumper. If the uh, Sharks happen to win tonight, I think we might see Don play his last NRL game against us. Uh, obviously, not in a, a first choice line, Titans lineup anymore, but I think he'll get a run if. Um, yeah. You'd they, do that for the Don, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, if there was no chance. Well, Shit, you. The Titans' greatest ever player. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's hard. To, like, this is a total lottery, this one. I don't know what how the Warriors are going to turn up. What's sort of nah. them? And, yeah, I'd, you know, it'd be great to get a win either way if it's to ruin the Titans' finals chances or if it's a dead rubber. Uh, just love to see the boys get a win up. Uh, you know, it would only be our ninth of the year that would make it slightly more palatable this late season semi-revival. I think it'll be numb either way. It's, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to mean a lot nah. to us, I guess. It'll be our fourth straight last round win, which is a nice little change after losing seven straight, six straight in the last round. Um, yeah. yeah, just it would just be good to, I mean, geez, you could forgive them for losing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, over in Aussie again and Finals chances out the window, but yeah, just see a bit of spirit from the boys. Good to put on a bit of a show, wouldn't it? I'd like them just to throw caution to the wind for eighty minutes, yeah, even I'd if like we go down. Just like to see Walshy carve up. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a team he could carve up against too. Yeah, yeah, plenty of holes there. Fenua Blake and Lodge could see them um, up against a pretty decent forward rotation there. Wallace and Fodawaka, so good test there's, for those boys. Is Fafita off the bench? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what is he up? Out. What's Holbrook up to up there, eh? Well, I don't know. They just can't get the best out of him if he's out for big minutes. I mean, he's he's, he's crazy. He's scored 15 tries or something. He's yeah. Like Menzies like in his try scoring form this year, but they can't get the best out of him. Um, Menzies used to roll 80 minutes. Of course he did. He was in the day. Yeah. He was out there for 80 minutes. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, hope we get. There. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, if, it, it. if you had to ask us, you just get us shrugging our shoulders, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Go the Warriors. Go, Go. the Warriors. But yeah. I'm, I am looking forward to watching this in a relaxed mode. I mean, yeah, one yeah. plus about our situation. Um, and the regular season winds up with West Tigers against the Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Tigers. 
frog us too. So if we lose, we might be riding the Bulldogs home. Is that right? Well, could we possibly go to 15th? Uh, no, we could finish 13th. There's a lowest finish, but that's not great. Um, currently 11th. I think that'd be a fair representation of where we're at. And not great. I mean, to finish 11th in this year's comp is pretty ordinary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. It's what it is now. Yep. Just, it'd be nice to finish with a just a slight little... Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, exactly. Throw them a bum. <laughs> um, I think that's enough from us, mate. Jeez. Done and done, eh? Friday yeah. after a massive day. Oh, actually, still... Sorry, mate. We've got the chance of game. Chance of game. Can we run through it? Can you? Can you? Where's my, I haven't got a phone with me actually. I've had to because I'm Danny Tanner in it at the moment. Well, everyone go and play the chance of game. I think there's still twenty odd players, maybe still in the running for the home straight prize, which has been uh, the highest highest score over the last five rounds combined. So uh, yeah, it's all um, it's all go for that lot. Three hundred bucks at Rebel Sport. How good? Is that right. Run through the questions. You do yours now. Right, 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 right. Do yours now, so then I know I can actually think of a bit more. Um, and thanks very much for chance. We've loved being involved with the Chance of Boys this season. Yeah, job and yeah, it's, it's had another element for this Warriors life, I think. And Definitely for, propped up our potty. Definitely and, propped it up. And for and for Warriors fans, I think anyone that's had a crack at it has enjoyed it. Um, What's the first question, man? Okay, Warriors, finals flame extinguished, but we'll keep turning up for the boys. Uh, who should win our Player of the Year award? It's, honestly, it's so tough. I, I can't pick it. I'm, nah, I'm almost tempted to give it to Reese Walsh. Yeah, I, and if it's a fan poll, I reckon that's almost the way it's going to go. I'm fascinated to see how the, the fan poll is going to turn out. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote for Walshy, I think. And maybe Karen or Fanua Blake, as Sam said, might win that fan poll. But, yeah, very interesting one. Uh, second question is the margin. I think I think we might squeak home by one to seven. That's what I'm going. One to seven? What's the next one? 12, seven to 12 or something? Uh, eight to eight plus. Uh, first try, we only took 40 seconds to get on the board last week. Courtesy yeah, no. of Egan. Bust for O'Sullivan. I didn't even see it. I was too busy teeing up the messenger video. Uh, I think I think we'll might take slightly longer, ten to twenty minutes this week for me. Yep. Ease into our work. Um, yeah, tough couple of weeks for Walshy, but what one of these outcomes uh, for Sunday for him? Try try assist line break, hundred forty plus meters, hundred percent of his goalkeeping attempts, breaks five plus tackles. I reckon he will do all of those, and uh, but I'll, I'm going to choose line break. A line break? Well, I'll go one try. So, ah, try. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I'm just stew. I get to stew on it. Now the bookies have uh, set the line at 52 and a half points um, for this game for the total match points, but the uh, only two of their 28 games ever have produced more than 50. Interestingly, so what's the total line? Uh, total points for this game? I'm going to go thirty-one forty. Thirty-one forty. Is there a few options there? Is there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Warriors won seven in the last twenty against the Titans, but they are two of the more 
erratic outfits in the NRL. Um, and it's the anything can happen question. What do we got? I think I think we're going to try it in the last five minutes. Anyone that's played the game will be familiar with this question. Yeah. Um, and our uh, try scorer, I'm going to stick with Walshy, our top try scorer this season. Um, and last poll question. Uh, familiar and ultimately disappointing campaign, but plenty of optimism around fans for, for the future. Um, what's your biggest reason to be hopeful of a finals return in 2022? Option one, Reese Walsh. Option two, Sean Johnson's return. Option three, our blue chip front row contingent. Option four, ongoing improvement of Curran, CHT, Egan, etc. Option five, Nathan Brown is secretly a coaching super genius. And option six, encouraging fortune cookie message. Um, mm. well, I haven't been to any um, Chinese restaurants lately, so I haven't received anything from a fortune cookie. And I'm going to go Sean Johnson's return as my number one. Yeah. Not that he'll win it for us, but I think, yeah, it, it's a big piece of the puzzle of a premiership team, um, I reckon. Now, get in there, play that chance of game for the last time this year. Um, while we're shouting out people, a uh, few people that have messaged the, the Suarez life over the last few days, uh, Gareth Moran, big big fan of, of TWL and, um, and yeah, have a fair bit to do with, with that guy. Um, Good fella and uh, enjoy listening to this one. He reckons he's going to sit back with a beer and in the spa and have a listen to this. <laughs> Creepy. Cool. Leave the pants on, Gareth, mate. Leave the pants <laughs> on. Uh, also, Tim Gore and Alex Rollins. Um, yeah, take it easy, guys. Enjoy the last game. Thanks for your support of, the, of TWL and the podcast and all that. And uh, one that I wanted to bring up, uh, Papa Bear on Twitter. He's... Um, out of nowhere, he must be super bored in lockdown. He's gone back and listened to our our long podcast with uh, Fonzie. He's called it the War and Peace of Warriors podcast. <laughs> now, uh, I'm not going to take too much credit for that on our behalf. Would I'd say that uh, Fonzie was the Tolstoy in that arrangement, and me and you were just the guys that were hired to clean the basement at the publishing house. But um, appreciate the uh, compliment. We were there for it, and. Yeah, yeah. We, were privy, we were privy to what went down there. No. Uh, any support's good support, so we appreciate it. We, yeah, yeah. we and really do. Not sure what when our next one will be, but uh, Fonzie's already flagged a um, uh, postseason recap, a few beers on a Friday afternoon. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll tee that up. War and peace, and part two. Yeah. We'll, uh, it'll, be like, uh, it'll be like uh, Lord of the Rings. Maybe it's, we'll call this one. What's the second Lord of the Rings called? Two. What's it? Two Towers. Two. Two Towers. Two Towers. Oh, two towers. Two towers. Uh, <laughs> Let me finish. Lord of the Rings, two. <laughs> two Towers. Yeah, maybe we call it Two Towers. Okay. But anywho, you have a you have a lovely weekend, my friend. We'll, we'll catch up mm-hmm. via the telephone at yeah. some stage, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining me, Brad. Good luck with the uh, ongoing level three house stuff. We've Shout actually out. got a lamb. We've got a lamb. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that. Um, yeah, it just it's, just sits on our lounge in front of the TV watching TV. So that's what we'll be getting up to. Mac, his name is. Have so, you got a nappy on it or not? Uh, it gets a nappy on it, but not really. Mac, what are you going to do? <laughs> 
shirts cleaning up. Yeah, exactly. It's just like having a, a toddler again. It do, doesn't matter. So, yeah, now we'll be busy just looking after the lamb and doing a little bit around the house. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, mate. We'll catch up with you soon. And, um, yeah, good afternoon, Brad. Good afternoon, Will. <laughs>